Hello and welcome to Digging In, Missouri Farm Bureau's podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Hawkins, and I am thrilled to be joined by one of the newest faces at American Farm Bureau, our Executive Vice President, Mr. Joby Young. So, Joby, welcome to Digging In. Well, hello, uh, President Hawkins, and, and thanks for having me. And I, uh, I'm really happy to be able to join you here on the podcast. I've listened to a few uh, that you've had some uh, some really cool guests on, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be with you and talk about some of the issues. Well, we are very excited to add you to our distinguished lineup that uh, folks who have appeared on Digging In. And certainly we thought this is a good way, you know, in the first half of your year at American Farm Bureau, what better way to help break you into uh, all the activities of state farm bureaus than let you experience a Missouri Farm Bureau podcast. So, <laughs> so oh, well, well, yeah, of course. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being with you in person in a couple of weeks. And, um, you know, it, it, it's very appropriate uh, given the footprint you guys have and in the farming and ranching world to, to uh, visit with you and, and be with you in person, too. Well, Joby, I'd like for our members, you know, for those who of you who are going to be able to attend annual meeting, you'll get to meet Joby uh, in person, in the flesh. But uh, for everyone as a preview, I, I would expect our listeners can pick up just a little bit of a draw in, in your voice. Uh, so Georgia native, you've worked on the Hill. Obviously, you've had leadership roles at USDA and now in leadership at American Farm Bureau. Give us more detail about your background and how you got to AFBF. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I am from Georgia. Yeah, and my, my accent betrays that in, in many settings. But uh, I'm from North Georgia. I grew up on a, on a, on a horse farm and kind of on the west, west uh, side of Atlanta. And um, uh, we, uh, we, we raised, bred, raised, trained, and, and raced quarter horses was what my family was involved in. So, I had the had the great blessing to grow up in a rural setting and a in a in a in a farm setting. So you know, many uh, childhood experiences pulling fence and uh, busting frozen water in uh, in a in a trough in the winter time and all the rest that goes along with that. I um, had a lot of family also involved in in uh, or living in the southern part of the state. That's kind of where a big part of my family's from, and of course that's. Uh, that's the area where you see a lot of cotton and peanut production and specialty crops and other things. Uh, and so I had early exposure there uh, through that through that side. And then uh, eventually, in the in, when I got to work in ag policy, my, my um, initial exposure to that was working for a member of Congress, Austin Scott. And he represented that area down in, down in South Georgia, where a lot of my family uh, uh, lives and works. And um, so I, I came to came up my to D.C. with him. That was my first exposure there. And He's uh he's st- he still serves in Congress on the Ag Committee and um we uh we uh you know spent about six and a half years together he and I and I was his chief of staff and uh went through the 2014 Farm Bill uh, while I was on the Hill with him and uh, and then eventually went over to to USDA to work for Secretary Purdue who as you know is also a Georgia native so I had, that was a a very fan, uh, fantastic experience and uh, did a couple different jobs there Congressional Affairs worked in some other offices and eventually spent a little less than two years as his chief of staff uh, uh, there in the secretary's office. And I had the great, uh, great benefit of working with, with Blake Rollins, who uh, it, it works with you guys now. And uh, when we left the administration, um, uh, Blake, of course, came to work in the Farm Bureau family first. And uh, so, you know, when when I was uh, kind of leading up to, to coming in the uh, position, he was certainly an advocate and could share the story about what a what a great what a great uh, 
organization it was to be involved with and, and, and to serve. So uh, after leaving the administration, um, uh, you know, that was uh, my, my next stop, you know, in, in terms of a leadership position in the ag policy world was here at, uh, at, at, uh, at American Farm Bureau Federation. And, um, and so uh, I'm, I've been really, really uh, happy to, to come into the, into the group here and, 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 and get up every morning and, and uh, represent the, the farm and ranch families of the country and talk about their stories and share their perspectives and their priorities. And um, uh, it's a great blessing to do that. So I've been out about four months and, you know, learn a little bit more every day and introduce to new, new, new people and, uh, and, and, um, and, and just have fun with it and, and, uh, and serve that great mission. So we're real excited about it. Joby, obviously you have experience having worked with Georgia Farm Bureau from the outside as well as American Farm Bureau during your time in Washington. Truly, kind of what what piqued your interest about working for a general farm organization? Yeah, no, you're right. I um, going back to when I worked in Congress. Obviously, my my you know closest working relationship at that point in time in terms of talking about issues, uh, ag policy issues, was was Georgia Farm Bureau, and that was sort of my uh, introduction to the those policy conversations, and then uh, throughout my career, uh, you know, as I moved into USDA, uh, was uh, you know I like to tell people I was sort of the beneficiary of the of the uh, as a policymaker of a lot of the the uh, the input and the perspectives that that the Farm Bureau family brings into uh, into uh, those conversations, and, and you know not just policy perspectives, but just the the great network uh, across the country. You know, every geographic area, uh, you know, every, you know, different industry and different row crops, especially crops and livestock and everything in between uh, that, that is uh, that, that's a really cool piece of, uh, of the Farm Bureau family. Just uh, that that really uh, fantastic network. And um, and, and, and there's a, a subject matter expert and somebody that really cares about, you know, a, a different uh, aspect, different aspects of the uh of the food and ag policy conversation somewhere in the Farm Bureau family. So that was always very appealing to me and uh, just the strong network that exists, as you guys are really familiar with, a lot of people listening will be familiar with that if they're Farm Bureau members or or um, or just really, uh, you know, involved in, in those policy conversations. And and so that was appealing. And, and uh, you know, when I become a sort of member of the team here, you know, even more so as you get inside and you sort of learn about, um, you know, the, 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 the inner workings of the, of the, of the network, you know, the way that the different state farm bureaus uh, all the way down to the, to, to the county level and those grassroots members and how involved they are uh, in, uh, in, in, in setting policies and being really passionate about the issues we're talking about and, and the network that's developed. Um, it's a really cool thing. And, um, and so just being, being involved in that from the internal perspective has been, been really, really neat. Joby, you know, very clearly having observed uh, your predecessors, you wear a lot of different hats in this role. How would you summarize the role of executive vice president for our grassroots members? Yeah, so uh, at in, in my role, uh, it's really uh, it's 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 really I get up every day and, I, and I'm and I'm thinking about the best way to uh, to facilitate, you know, our team and how we interact with uh with all of the uh, our membership, you know, you all at the State Farm Bureau le uh, level, and then going, you know, moving down to the to the grassroots member, how we, you know, make sure that we're uh, facilitating the process to to sort of uh, uh, hear their voice and and pull that up in our policies and priorities, and then how we take that uh, those 
those priorities forward and effectively represent them and communicate them and and uh, make them a productive part of these policy conversations that we're that we're interested in. And so that involves, you know, everything from, you know, what you might, you know, might be, you know, very readily obvious to a lot of people. And that's having conversations with 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 policymakers through our public policy team. But it also involves our communications efforts and, you know, doing things like this, like, a, you know, facilitating a podcast we do and uh, participating in 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 yours and the social media outreach, the press outreach and and all the rest that we do. But it also involves a, a lot of activity uh, around the um, sort of the, the 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 equipping and training of our members, the ones that are interested in, in having a greater role and, and having a, a bigger voice around uh, ag policy issues and telling the story of America's farmers and ranchers. So we do a lot to, to help them sort of become educated about the issues, sort of get a more granular look about that and uh, then be be well equipped to go and, and talk about that in a confident way and share their stories. Cause that's a really important part of um, that's a really important part of this sort of multifaceted partnership that we all have together, you know, with the, of course, the American farm bureau team and the folks that are on our staff and what they get up every morning to do and what, uh, Missouri Farm Bureau does and the individual members. And so we sort of facilitate all those those pieces, you know, when it comes to national policy conversations. And um, and so my job is to sort of, you know, do my do my best to make sure that all goes in a strategic and effective way. Everything from um, from the from the budgeting to the to the HR to the, you know, the sort of strategic communications issues and just sort of being in those conversations with the talented folks we have that 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 focus on um, carrying out their piece to that mission. And just uh, making sure that it's all it's all running as seamlessly as possible. Some days, you know, that works really well. Other days, more challenging, as you guys know. But it's a lot of fun to do, uh, and it's a lot of fun to to work with some really talented staff. You know, both on at the American Farm Bureau level, but then also at the state level uh, across the country. A lot of individual really engaged members, and it's and it's a lot of fun to do that. Joby, I could pick up uh, the hint of excitement in your voice when you talk about you know tackling challenges. Uh, not that we would ever have any challenges in agriculture, right? Uh, but uh, it's great to have your experience and your enthusiasm in this role for sure. So I, I'm counting on uh, that you're going to carry that enthusiasm to our annual meeting as well. I, I'm I'm curious, how many annual meetings are you going to this year? Well, you put me on the spot. I think it's five or six. Uh, I can't hey. remember exactly how much, you know, accommodated in the schedule, but I think we're going to five or six different ones. And as you know, our staff uh, does that. Most annual meetings across the country will have a, uh, a American Farm Bureau staffer that might have, a you know, different expertise come and speak to them. And so, uh, so I'll do five or six, I believe. Okay. Now, don't give too much away, but what do you plan to cover? Well, the hope is just to share a little bit uh, about, uh, you know, what's going on in, in, in D.C., what we're seeing uh, on the horizon in terms of sort of front burner issues or priority issues and, and, and hopefully share a little perspective from spending some time on the ground here with, with your members. And, and then also talk a little bit about uh, the, the, um, the piece that they that they play in that. You know, as I mentioned before, it's a it's a it's a it's a partnership between. The, the folks that live and work in in DC uh, on federal policy issues, and then folks that that are that are that are members uh, that can be involved in those conversations in, in a variety of ways, and and um, you know that's really critical uh, because the, the folks that can tell the best story are the ones that live it every day, and um, and uh, and it's really important, and um, and so I hope to talk a little bit about that too, and 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 
I'll mention just here, you know, while I'm there and be able to share a meal with you guys uh, and your members and just hear a little bit about their stories and and what they're seeing on the ground. And uh, I really look forward to that as well. Well, you will enjoy Margaritaville and the hospitality that uh, our longtime friends at uh, that resort have shown to Farm Bureau members through the years. So you will feel the hospitality and certainly uh, I can guarantee you will feel uh, the energy from our members as they welcome you, uh, truly. You know, annual meeting is such a fun time, especially when you see the grassroots in action. And especially for us, for folks in Missouri who have never attended our annual meeting, when they see a delegate body of seven to 800 grassroots members, you know, debating, amending, and ultimately adopting our policies that take us into to the next year. It's impressive. So can't wait for you to see it in action. It's not like it's something new, but you know, you've mentioned every state farm bureau, while we have these common bonds, every state's just a little different. We each have our unique flavor <laughs> about us, if you will, or culture. So uh, you're going to have a great time. Well, I'm looking forward to being with the group and, um, uh, and, and experiencing that. Of course, you guys have a, a great place that you're going to hold the event and uh, being with seven, 700, 800 of your members, I think it sounds like a lot of fun. I look forward to it. Yes. Well, let's talk a little bit about ag policy. Uh, let's talk a little bit about post-election. I know we're all still digesting uh, outcomes all across the country and some are still forthcoming, but you know, what do you think as we wrap up annual meetings, go into our national convention, go into the new session of Congress, you know, wh what's on your mind as of today, Joey? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, as we sit here and talk, it's the afternoon after election day. And I think a lot of the key races are still sort of up in the air. So it's not a, it's, it's still a murky picture exactly, um, you know, where some of these majorities might lie, whether one or one or both of the houses uh, in Congress might might flip. I think the one thing that we can all count on is that there will be a lot of new faces in Congress. And um, of course, that happens uh, uh, every election cycle. You get a certain amount of new faces. But this one's unique because we'll get, you know, come January, there'll be a lot of new new folks on Capitol Hill. And um, there'll be a, a farm bill right on the heels of that, which, you know, that alignment it doesn't happen every every farm bill cycle, every election cycle. Uh, and so that's that's a unique situation. And um, uh, like I said, regardless of, of who those folks are, or where those majorities are, uh, that'll be something that we'll all be working on together. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, going out and having those conversations, introducing the uh, agriculture issues from the farming and ranching perspective to a lot of a lot of uh, new office holders, you know, that might serve on relevant committees. They might be members just in Congress that that um, that, uh, you know, haven't thought too much about. Uh, the complexities of agriculture policy. And as we all know, some of these things are complex. And so um, that'll be, that'll be a big thing that we'll, that, we'll, that all of us will be doing, I think, in, in the coming year, uh, regardless of, of, um, of how some of these uh, races shake out and where the majorities uh, end up uh, lying. Well, I mean, I, I can tell you, you know, I'm sure you, again, you hear this every day. I mean, the list of issues that our members would like to see tackled is long. <laughs> Uh, right. Most of them are all kitchen table and pocketbook issues, right? As you, as folks still try to pencil out and, and see if they're going to eke out a profit this year or not, and where energy price is going, et cetera. I mean, what what issues do you expect to be hot, or is that all dependent on um, who's in leadership or who's in power in Congress? Well, uh, you know, as you mentioned, there are a lot of as a general purpose 
farm organization, there are a lot of issues that, that our members pay attention to and, and um, they're a priority for everybody. So, you know, I, I'd, I'd have a hard time, you know, totally narrowing it down, but um, of course th- there's the farm bill. Uh, that's you know, something that uh, with the reauthorization year coming up is going to be on, be on everybody's mind across uh, the farming and ranching community. And, you know, really anybody that cares about uh, our, our food system and, 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 you know, a variety of policy issues that go into that. Uh, there, as you mentioned, there's, there's sort of unique pressures, uh, and, and challenges in the, in the food and ag world, uh, you know, in, 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 in recent months and last couple of years. And some of those will continue things around supply chain and, and, uh, input costs and all the rest that are sort of, that are squeezing producers and, and, and farmers and ranchers out there and, and creating challenges, as you mentioned. And that's a challenge, you know, if, if you're if you're making your living in the farm and ranching world, it's also, you know, a challenge all the way through the supply chain down to consumers as well. And so um, those are those are conversations we'll have to be having. We're, of course, we're always searching for what policy conversations um, we, we're going to have that will um, that will have an effect on those issues that might resolve those challenges or take advantage of different opportunities that exist out there. Uh, you know, it's not just input prices, there's ongoing labor challenges. You know, that's a perennial issue. I think it's, it's, um, it's, it's, there's some unique aspects in the last couple of years, you know, the, uh, labor and, and production is always an issue, but labor challenges throughout the rest of the supply chain downstream from uh, farmers and ranchers hasn't, you know, that's something that's a little unique right now and, and is kind of adding to some of those pressures. So, you know, those are things that uh, that are going on right now. I think we'll continue into the new year and, and um, we'll all be working together to, 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 to find solutions for that and, and uh, continue to kind of advance, uh, advance those policy conversations along. Is there anything that you can think of issue wise that maybe you're hearing about that maybe needs to be on the minds of our members is there anything that's kind of under the radar well sure there's uh you know at any one time there's any any number of regulatory rulemakings that are happening and those are kind of ongoing there's 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 everything from um you know that i think some people are i don't know about under the radar but for some people it may be you know the the sec's uh rulemaking uh that that uh It, you know, revolves some reporting around um, uh, climate issues that uh, that's you know purportedly you know uh, pointed at uh, publicly traded companies that they're under the SEC's jurisdiction, but there are concerns in the farm and ranching community around how that might affect uh, the, uh, the the farm and ranching community in terms of some reporting and compliance issues that that could sort of uh, evolve down to, to down to them, and so there's a, those sorts of regulatory rulemakings. Of course, there's things on you know crop protection labels that that are going on at any at any particular time, and uh, of course the uh, I know you've talked about it before, and uh, on the podcast here, let's do it on episode, and, and y'all discussed this, but the WOTUS rulemaking, you know, and and how that effect might uh, how how that might turn out, and of course we all have concerns about the rulemaking EPA, and and a lot of Farmers and ranchers out there, I'm sure plenty in, in Missouri have let their voice be heard about those issues. But those things are always going on, you know, uh, in, in, in the background. And uh, they're all important. You know, they can all have a big effect. And uh, it's important that uh, on all of those issues that that those perspectives from the farm and ranching community are heard, that uh, that uh, we talk we talk about things like using sound science and, and really considering um, unforeseen or, or unintended effects in, in some of those 
those rulemakings. And so we work on that here at American Farm Bureau. And I know that um, we're, we're very uh, fortunate to have a really engaged uh, network of, of members out there and people um, at the grassroots level that are that are actually, you know, living the effects of, of, of these things every day that, that are really engaged. And, and so those are some things that, you know, may not grab the, 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 the headlines every day, but of course they're always important and, and we're paying attention to them. We're engaged in those conversations. Okay. I'm going to surprise you with a question. You may have to Probably. think about this for a minute. All right. In your first four months, what can you, what off the top of your head, uh, has been a real surprise, like something that you did not realize about the organization. Is there anything that's taking you by surprise? Well, I had to say that, you know, this uh, one thing I've been surprised about is how much I would be expected to go eat a, a big steak dinner and uh, and uh, complete with cheesecake dessert and how much of a challenge it is to sort of uh, <laughs> to sort of. Uh, you know, make sure I stayed in the gym to, to, to fight off the, what they've told me is the Farm Bureau of 15. So, yeah, uh, you know, and, and you can, I can attest that you can go beyond that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, well, hopefully not, hopefully not, but, uh, but that's, that's been, that's been good. I know when I'm with you guys, I'll get, I'll, I'll hopefully get another one of those and that'll be a good time too. So, um, but no, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great network. You know, um, I, I know that there's a, I always knew as an outsider that it, it was it was an organization full of great people. Uh, but, you know, I had to say that uh, coming into the in, into the Farm Bureau family and, and getting the opportunity to sort of meet so many new people and, and, and hear their stories. Uh, I, won't, I won't call it a surprise, but I'll say that it's just, you know, a, a, a pretty um, uh, a, a pretty enlightening thing. I'll put it that way to, to come in and and uh, and be a part of that. And of course, that, you know, with 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 the. The, the wide and, and deep uh, network that that exists, you know, that that's something you get to do every day. And it's a great blessing to be able to do that and work for these folks and serve them. Well, our, our colleague, Mr. Rollins, uh, has reminded me over and over again that, you know, we are blessed in order to be a blessing or it is a blessing to be blessed and vice versa. Right, Blake? Right. Uh, right, Joby. So, you know, as you think about serving Farm Bureau members, they truly are. Our members are the best people. And as you think about it, as you gather in Missouri and other states, you see the diversity of agriculture in one setting. And truly, you know, you will see the diversity of agriculture when you're here in Margaritaville and just the background, the makeup, uh, the stories of our members of those that you're going to get our get to interact with. So it's going to be a great time. We will show you a good time. We will roll out the red carpet uh, and we look forward to hearing your remarks and interacting with you uh, at annual meeting. So yeah. anything else you want to do uh, to wrap up for your very first Digging In podcast? Yeah, well, you know, I just I just reiterate, you know, the, the, the gratitude for 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 your members. And if they're if they're listening to this podcast, they're either a member or hopefully there's somebody that care about these issues. And, you know, I'm thankful for the engagement that they have uh, on uh, on the issues that we talk about in the, in the, in the efforts we're involved in, because it's important. And it, and it, uh, I tell people all the time, it, you and I, we, we get up and we're, we, we go to work to, uh, to do this every day. A lot of the members that are engaged, they had to step away from their livelihood a lot of times to be in, engaged in these issues. Uh, and so we're really grateful for the time that they take and the, and the, and the, you know, they had to leave their family sometime to, to go to meetings and, and engage policymakers and, and engage their neighbors and their communities, people on the other side of the county, people on the other side of the state. 
about these issues. And, um, and so, we, so we recognize what, a, you know, a sacrifice that can be, but it's important and, and, uh, and it makes a huge difference. And, um, and it's a, it's a, it's a real honor and blessing, as you mentioned, to, to work alongside these people and, and serve them and help them do the best job of that they can. And so um, I thank them for doing that in the past. I thank them for, uh, for doing that in the future as we, as we move along into a new year, as we've been talking about and sort of a new landscape we'll be moving across and, and on these conversations and um, look forward to look forward to what's ahead. All right. Well, folks, that's a wrap. Uh, you've heard him. American Farm Bureau's Executive Vice President, Mr. Joby Young, uh, new to the Farm Bureau family, and he's going to be broken in right uh, here in just a few days when we all gather for the 108th annual meeting of Missouri Farm Bureau. This again is Digging In, and thanks for tuning in.